Good morning. Welcome to the Cheeky Podcast. My name is Nick. I am joined by JB and Cardboard. Cri- no, it's not Cardboard. He's, he's all right. Hey, Chris is here. He might hang it like out of his guy. ass, Chris, is why it is. <laughs> That's Cardboard Chris. That's yeah, Cardboard Chris. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast uh, where we discuss crypto. We discuss a few things, see what's going on in the space. I've titled this one Will XRP Win? No, XRP won't win anything. Will Ripple win uh, the <laughs> SEC versus Ripple lawsuit in May? I thought, why not give it a time timeline? Let's say, is it going to happen in May? And we'll discuss. We'll th- you know see how things are, you know, and, uh, and what else is going on in the space. There's some interesting stuff going on uh, with all of that kind of good stuff. So we'll get into that. Um, but you know, as we kind of get into the stream, if you find it useful, informative. But above and beyond everything, entertaining, smash that like button. And if you're new, subscribe. Don't forget, you're going to want to be kept up to date with everything that we do here on the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. And um, why not join us in Discord? Links are in the description. I don't think you'll be disappointed by what you find down there. Guys, how was that for an intro? Top notch. Top notch. Top notch. It's quite Top. an interesting glow you have around you today, Just Nick. An aurora. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, there'd, be some, there'd be somebody that makes a shit coin called that now. Oh, what, Aurora? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, jeez. Jeez, Louise. So, Chris had a night off. He's hanging. And what'd you get up to, Chris? A few beers? Uh, uh, a few bottles of wine, actually. Ah, wine. Uh, See, this is your problem. Yeah. Is you, if you go for like top shelf whiskey or you know, vodka or whatever, you don't get the hangovers. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends oh, on how much you drink, Nick. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're going for it. You're going for it, I guess. JB, how are you doing this morning? Yeah, I'm all right, buddy. I'm all right. My light keeps resetting. And I look like you're trying to get an aurora glow ghost. there. <laughs> yeah, I look like a ghost. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, mate. Good, Eyes good, are stinging this morning, so hence the glasses, but we're all right, mate. Well, that's good. That's so, good. So I've got a question for you. What are your plans with that studio space you've now got, Nick? Uh, yeah. Like, like, I, I'm, I'm thinking more, more like, obviously, you've gone with, like, your yeah, feminine, I'll get my words out, um, kind of glow in the background there this morning. Well, I, I went for something called Disturbio because I was going to disturb the piece. Um, but I can change it up. I can put something like this on if you prefer. Uh, we can, of course, just go blue. You want a bit of blue? Go bearish. Want to be bearish? We can just keep it red. Bullish. We can go green. Let me know. The red light district. <laughs> like what? What? What is your? What is your? What is your plan with the background? Um, my plan with the background. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to put some canvases up of NFTs. Maybe. Maybe I haven't okay. really decided. I know I've got to do the other three walls are going to have acoustic foam, um, and I've done like a fraction of it at the minute. Uh, the flooring goes down Monday now. They've moved that forward ahead of schedule. So the flooring will go down on Monday, which means I can finish this off, hopefully Monday afternoon, as long as they are nice and quick at doing the flooring aspect, which should be pretty quick. So uh, I could potentially finish this studio on Monday afternoon, minus this wall, which I'm not sure what to do with it yet. Um, so yeah, I'll figure that out. It's all cool, though. You know, I'm thinking canvas, but uh, you know, it might even just foam the whole thing. I don't know. Don't know. Uh... What would you guys do? Well, I mean, I've got the the you know everything foamed out at the back, but like I, I kind of feel, yeah, I need to move away from that. And uh, I like some something eye catching that you know isn't the same all the time, kind of vibe. I don't know what that looks like because I was toying with the idea of maybe getting some screens on the back of like the other two studios I'm gonna have. Um, but yeah, like I, I just don't know if you're gonna get glare off the screens. Uh, with the lighting and stuff that's the only thing that concerns me with that yeah i mean you can get um is it samsung picture like the yeah picture yeah. frames yeah they're pretty cool um but they are terribly expensive if you want a decent size and i'd probably want three decent sizes on this back wall yeah um yeah you're, talk- you're talking yeah, thousands you're talking thousands at that point yeah so I, I don't know if it's worth the investment just to have a couple of nfts finished on the back wall you know what i mean because <laughs> that's probably what i would do i've had like three of these picture frames you know, like two grand each or whatever, and then just put a picture of a llama on each one. Um, so, so you know, I don't know. I, I'll think about it. I haven't really kind of, you know, 
applied too much thought to it because we're doing everything else in this place. Uh, it's been low priority on what I put on this wall behind me. I'm just using the LED lighting at the moment to kind of brighten up the background. If I turn it off, it's just a, a white wall at the moment. Awesome. All right, shall we talk some, some crypto then? Because there is some really interesting stuff that's uh, happening at the minute, which uh, I think is great for for adoption or, or at least demonstrates uh, adoption. I think the first thing to, to probably talk about is MasterCard. You know, they're, uh, they're looking to expand their, their crypto products and cards and uh, looking to, to link up with more exchanges. Uh, so I found that rather interesting um you know with the the current landscape of everything and you know the the negativity particularly from traditional uh banking sector for example um what are your thoughts on it jb i think we knew this was coming the for mastercard to get involved with it i think it's obviously going to help them out more ways than one so obviously we know there's a bit of a, an issue uh, globally with fiat so for the adoption of you know, <laughs> just, just a small problem with fiat right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So for this, to obviously, Mastercard to move into this. Obviously, just Mastercard is one, but for Mastercard to move into this avenue, I think we knew it was coming, mm. and it's going to solve a lot of problems for us, the <laughs> users, and um, Mastercard, the company. So it's. I don't think we're going to see it happen quickly or soon, but they will adopt it, and it will take over. Yeah, they're, they're doing some really interesting stuff. So they're in Austin, Texas. I wish I'd gone to Consensus, to be fair. Like, we were bloody COVID, bastard thing. Um, yeah, look, they're, they're, they're talking about, um, you know, the, the new payment process uh, stuff. I think they've bought out another company, uh, and they're going to be uh, looking to, to also, uh, you know, basically ensure transactions between users' wallets, um, uh, you know, basically verifying them and uh, making sure they're compliant and all that sort of wonderful stuff. It's really quite interesting stuff. And uh, I think MasterCard, Visa, um, big monstrous companies like that can definitely add a level of, um, I guess, uh, security to what happens when it comes to, to transactions on the blockchain with all the experience and stuff that they've got. Um, monstrous size companies and i think that this would be the sort of uh stuff that needs to happen and, and why i'm encouraged by seeing what what i'm i'm seeing when it comes to to both mastercard and visa um you know it's going to be all that adoption that happens and customers don't understand that mastercard visa and the blockchain are, are, are involved in it uh, i think that's what's really interesting and i think for that sort of uh, mainstream adoption that's the kind of thing that you need. It's like people don't need to know that it's blockchain. It's like, does anybody like understand how the instant payments work with banks at the moment? Like, no one gives a shit. It just you you send a payment from from you know yourself to Bob, um, and Bob just receives it in a, a minute or two, and it's nobody crazy. questions Did, how Alice, that works. Alice not involved. Alice wasn't involved today. No, it was just me and Bob. Just you and Bob. Poor Alice. Yeah. Alice, I I love how Charles uses Alice and Bob. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. Craziness, craziness. So yeah, it's good to see Mastercard getting involved, and um, more of that will come. I I said this a little while back actually that um, like traditional banking uh, sector, they they want to be crypto exchanges as well as banks, mm. but crypto exchanges have very little interest in being banks. And maybe yeah. that will change, right? Maybe we'll start seeing like likes of Binance and Coinbase. Wait, you know what? Fuck it, we'll just be a bank as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I think I think we're very much heading that way. Like my my biggest fear with uh, the upcoming regulations and stuff that that are being sort of drawn up in, in certain parts of the world is that they're going to make it so difficult to be a custodian for for cryptocurrency. That the only people that can get a license or be, you know, qualified in order to to, to actually be custodians are the traditional finance sector, uh, you know, your banks and and stuff like that. I think that's my biggest fear because 
like at the moment there's a lot of finger pointing right and you you saw gary gensler basically pretty much putting like the bank failures um you know pinning it down as crypto was the reason why these banks failed because they were associated with crypto and technology you know, yeah. companies it had absolutely uh, nothing to do with the bonds that the fed sold nothing at all no, don't look there no. put that rock down yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. don't don't look that don't don't look over at that like crypto's bad um it, it is very much like that and um i i think the all they're doing is uh i guess shifting the the blame where they want it to 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 be placed particularly gary and um i I, i've got a really cool podcast for tomorrow coming out um you know which is to do with the sec and coinbase um and and everything that's going on there because i do think that the sec are wasting an awful lot of their their funds um but the 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 traditional banking sector i think is going to be the, the ones that, that benefit and they're they're not any more responsible than the likes of uh delsius or blockfi <laughs> or coin loan they are no like, more responsible than del boy himself they they are <laughs> no more responsible than del boy himself um look like what is it one of the banks didn't even have um you know somebody managing you know the risk they 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 had a you know uh, a vacancy for over six months, unfulfilled. <laughs> like you can't manage a business and just go. Oh, I, I we haven't got somebody that's monitoring the risk right now. Like it's just, they just didn't <laughs> take it into into account. And uh, I I think that there's so many failings. Um, there's failings at the banks themselves. There's failings within the the crypto companies that that you know obviously uh you know went bust or bankrupt or just you know plain frauds um at so many different levels but like everybody's like focusing on on the wrong the wrong things in my opinion like the lawsuit with uh against the the influencers the likes of bitboy and and all those right like how were they supposed to know that FTX was the scam or the fraud yeah. that it is. If Gary Gensler, <laughs> the, the, the leader of the SEC, the regulator, met with Sam twice. And public, he on did, public record. Yeah, on public record. I always right? have to say that because he said it. It's, I found it so such a strange thing to say. Yeah, like he was almost like, like, I can't lie, so I'm going to add in just enough. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah uh, he, he clearly met more than twice with, with, uh, with Sam. Um, but like, if he didn't know how the hell, like, could influencers possibly have known? Like, it's it's it, that people are just go they're going after the wrong people. Gary should be the one that is, um, you know, from I, I I guess a position that he that he's in. He should be the one that's actually sued. He should be the one, maybe not sued. I think he should face prison time. I really do believe that. Because I think the the failures have led to people potentially taking their lives, which is horrendous to think about. And we saw that with Luna, and and I'm damn sure that there'd be stories uh, in regards to to FTX because people had their entire life savings on FTX. And the same can be said for Jay Clayton and the XRP lawsuit. Yeah, I, I think so. If if the SEC lose, then yeah, like uh, I, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think there should be a form of punishment for for the individuals that have got these leadership roles that are failing as bad as they are. Because for me, they're like Gary is as bad as Sam. Sam committed the fraud. Don't get me wrong, but Gary didn't recognize as a as like you know the leader of the SEC he didn't recognize something might be up now. Like he didn't care as long as the envelopes were full. Well, <laughs> I, I speculate. I speculate. You, you speculate, uh, but like, like, is there an element of truth to that? I mean, he has done a complete U-turn. Uh, everyone's seen the videos where he's like, you know, ninety percent of cryptocurrencies are not securities, and then you know, flip flip it over a couple of years later, he's like, you know, the vast majority are securities. Like, you 
you can't just make it up as you go along and that, and that is what the sec had done and i think the, the the thing that compounds it all for me and this this demonstrates to me how bad these people are at their jobs is they're like for us to be able to regulate crypto we need more funding what you actually need to do is put in some like um i i guess early warning um systems that will flag up the the failings of certain you know banks uh, crypto exchanges and so forth right it's not it's not rocket science just make it like a rule a law however you want to to stipulate it that if you want to be a, an exchange right we'll give you clarity we'll tell you what what, what sandbox of rules you, you've got play within the sandbox if you move out of the sandbox you lose your license it should be really straightforward i don't understand why they're trying to make it as difficult as as they are right uh, if you don't want it regulate it so you, so people can't do it if that's what you want to do but if you just want to make money like you know you're still going to make money because people are still going to commit fraud people are still going to you know go over the line you're still going to make your money but people that want to be good actors in this space and build great businesses and innovate will know what the rules are and they will stay within those boundaries and uh I don't think it's I don't think it's rocket science. Uh, I think it's a choice, and uh, I think that there needs to be, like I say, some some form of punishment. You know, there should be prison time for for the failures. Um, yeah, it's kind of my thoughts. I don't know if you guys align with that. Go on, JP. I can see you. Yeah, yeah one, two, um, three. I was quite happy just um, sitting there watching Chris Vent, uh, listening <laughs> to everything going on. It kind of says everything you need to say with it. I mean, we've we've called it out before the way that you know the SEC and Gary's failed on all three mission statements. There's no there's no other buts or maybe's about it. They failed on all three approaches. So, well, think about yeah. it. This think about it this way, right? They're asking for funding. How much fucking money have they wasted fighting Ripple? <laughs> right? Surely, surely, right? It's cheaper to go and. You know, basically come up with a framework, some regulations, yeah, get it all passed, everything. Surely it's cheaper to do that, right? And then, you know, if you need funding, request the funding, you know, manage the, the companies. I really do think that, you know, like you are you are so bad at your job if you're spending money, wasting wasting money. Let's be honest, it's a waste of money. They're, they're gonna lose against Ripple. Yeah. And and that will validate what I'm saying here. How much money has the SEC spent fighting Ripple? And and they're going to do it with with Coinbase, a company that has been approaching um, the SEC, asking for, for the rules, a company that the SEC have investigated when they wanted to go public and gave them the green light to, to go public. Of like, which they uh, were selling things like Alcorand. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. Right, yeah, uh, security, security. <laughs> like, like um, it, it is laughable. Algorand is not a security. I'm just going to put it out there, like, um, and, and and take it, you know, uh, with with a pinch of salt. I might change my my mind in like a few minutes' time, uh, like the SEC. Um, just want to be clear it's a on commodity that. now. Like, now it's a security. Yeah, now Nick's now saying it's a commodity. I know it's the same channel. But this yeah. is pretty much like the the FC, uh, the uh, SEC, and uh, what's is, the other uh, one? Um, the F, the F, the C, the CFTC. Is it? I'm not sure. Whatever. Yeah. So I'm going to go with it's commodity. Chris is saying it's a security, and JB, JB you might what? as well call it a utility token. Yeah. <laughs> but we all work for the same channel. <laughs> we all work for the same channel. Yeah, but it's not our views. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not the channel's views. It's our views. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's just fucking ridiculous. Um, you know why they're chasing them though? They just they can afford to keep chasing them because they just keep raising the debt ceiling. So <laughs> they raise it to like one point five trillion. So yeah, I just I just think that uh, like Gary needs to go clearly, and I think that's what's going to happen. He's going to be um, made out, you know, as the the scapegoat. He won't get yeah. what I think um, he deserves, which is prison time. That just won't be a thing. Um, you know they they look after their own don't they let's be honest and uh he's clearly like in my opinion anyway like it's clear to me that he's he's had his arm you know twisted because you don't do a complete u-turn this guy was somebody that we all thought was going to be positive for crypto um and and, and really isn't so i've got somebody at my door so 
typical in it i'm gonna go and uh answer the door i'll let you guys uh carry on yeah you're gonna turn your camera off this time because last time you didn't yeah <laughs> it's funny um yeah so you know with gary gensler yeah going just needs to, to just go uh yeah and i do think he's been paid to be the way that he is as you say doing a u-turn the fallout of it though um you know, it will be that Ripple will win, in my opinion. What's your thoughts on that, Jamie? Do you think Ripple are going to win? Oh, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. I think AK in the chat here said it you know, quite well as well, that he's been paid to literally string the whole case out, which I don't think uh, is far from the truth. I do think that's what's happening. And all but, the delays that they were doing as well, it's like the, the errors that they were making on their paperwork, and then the <laughs> extensions and the inability to even abide by what the judge was telling them to do such as hand over documents on a timely manner you know they were definitely uh stringing it along and just dragging it out for as long as possible you got a slice of pizza for me hey me yeah chris must afford a pizza no i didn't order pizza you know what it is like <laughs> i don't know if people can let me know in the audience whether they have this problem but like people we've got a doorbell no one uses the damn thing Everyone, everyone lightly knocks on the door, which obviously it's a fairly sizable house. Nobody fucking hears. So then I have to go tell somebody to go answer the door because there's someone there. <laughs> Bloody irritating. There we go. Yeah. First one. You need a door. You need. Problem. You need to get a new doorbell in so I just store your studio so that when you see someone, you can just push it for them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah I need to, I need to I need to like I need to get one of those um what is it one of those uh, Alexa things you know so I can let somebody else know in another room that there's somebody at the door the only thing with that is like you know when you say something you know it's going to be going off in the, in the background whilst we're live oh yeah I had to remove Siri <laughs> from in here because she just kept her yeah. harassing me during during recordings um anyway yeah so bigger question though may do you think the case will come to conclusion in May? Silence. Oh, I think we're resounding I think, silence. I, I think we're bloody close. Um, but do I think it's going to be May? But okay, I'm going to put I, some I, wild I really predictions out there. <clears throat> the case may close. May. May close. May. Get it? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, the first of Ugh. May, the second of don't May. Don't laugh, JB. Uh, that's no, terrible. Don't <laughs> laugh. Third of May. Don't, don't give him the satisfaction. <laughs> uh, May the fourth. Uh, be with. Joke. Uh, be with you. But there's um, there's 31 days, right? So I've got 31 predictions. I could do one a day, every day for the XRP community. I'm going to get it right one day. <laughs> I'll get it right. Uh, but either way, you know, may the may the fourth be good for me because that's my wife's birthday, it's my mother's birthday, so everything kind of falls in the same day. That'll, that'll work out quite well. But, uh, <laughs> the thing is, I though, think... you don't want it to be going to the moon on the day that you're distracted with various other things going on, though, right? You need to be I don't dedicated. Think be a one day to... thing, though. Oh no, it won't. But like, it'll be crazy that day, and you know, yeah. Like... And think about it this way, JV. There's going to be requests for the one minute XRP chart, the five minute XRP chart, the one hour <laughs> <laughs> XRP chart. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally be putting out a post just saying, look, guys, just we can't it. do anything for it. the next six months. <laughs> uh, look, uh, I, I think May is going to be interesting. Um, but you know, the reason I, just, I, I did I spoke about this is um, they can obviously happen at any point. But you know, you just know that there's going to be a bunch of YouTubers out there that just do XRP content that are going to be coming up with all the wild dates. And we know how that seeps into the Discord. And then we get questions about, oh, yeah, I've heard that XRP is going to the moon on the 16th of uh, you know May or whatever. Um, and you know, I need to get a position. What's the price going to be? And, and so there's a lot of people that will buy into the idea that there's a, there's a very specific date. There's a, a switch is being flicked and you're going to the moon. And I will just want to point out that there's been about 100, maybe 150 dates in the last year uh, that XRP was the lawsuit was coming to an end and it was going to the moon. Right. That. No one knows. And if they do know, they sure as hell aren't leaking that info. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's a lot on the line uh, for anyone who knows that information. If they are found guilty of leaking that info, and it's going to be a whole world of pain. There's a lot of insider trading issues and all sorts of different things. Yes. So uh, no one knows. Uh, I would say that it's getting close. It feels like it's getting close. And with everything going on with Gary, it feels like things are lining up nicely. But I want to put it out there that it may be, maybe, may. Uh, I think you also had something quite um, interesting there. I, th I feel that we're going to see a small spike in XRP before the case settles. 
And as you just say, that's going to be inside information. You're going to have some of these inside parties mm. are going to know that, you know, it's imminent. There might be a, this might be the case that they start picking up more um, of their position. I think, so I, I think, think there's going to be a few tells before the case does settle. Yeah, I think I... I can see how Judge uh, Torres like, yeah, crack out the old wallet, can I? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you know, all the lawyers and stuff's families that are, you know, that are close to it, they're, they're all going to be at it. Like, why would you not? Like, I know it's against the law and stuff, but like... Prove it. Well, well, it's it, a, get yourself it's, a ledger it's, device. It's, 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 it's exactly that. It's like, one, prove it. Two, yeah, it's it's only illegal if you're not one of the elite. Yep. If you're one of the elite or within government, it, it seems uh, on on the face of it to to be okay. Um, like because some of them, like uh, uh, I, I guess the best traders in 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 the world, right? Like the best swing traders in the world. <laughs> it's not insider information though. Like uh, they. Could you imagine? Never... Imagine this. Probably... Jay Clayton shorted XRP before he left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, could you imagine? Oh, yeah. Imagine like someone, who, one of his best friends or whatever, doesn't, you know, not and associated say, or whatever. And they know. say you, and they say you can't print money. It's just a lie. You can. <laughs> no, it's it's bonkers. It shouldn't happen, but it does. And I think we need to 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 acknowledge that. Um, a few people saying uh, get a ring doorbell. I've got my like the doorbell is one of the uh, it's a it's a Nest doorbell. Um, so it like tells me it even tell me who's at the door if if like. Um, if they've been to to the house a few times or whatever, um, it is one of those. But like, if they don't use it, nobody gets an alert. Like, you get an alert that there's motion and, and stuff like that. But uh, anybody that's got one of those doorbells, you don't really pay attention to all the, uh, <laughs> the 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 um, motion alerts and stuff. You just what you could yeah. do is just be as ignorant as I am and, and just leave the, the door. door. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like to leave people hanging there, but like, you know, just until they're about to go and then I'll get the door. <laughs> but like, I don't understand why people just don't press the doorbell. So it's madness. But there we go. Um, cool. Uh, sorry, just getting loads of messages. Yeah, um, so what else has been going on in the space uh, this week? Oh, what else? Uh, I was reading into something. I've not finished the article yet, but I was starting to read into something. And it is about Terra Classic. They want to obviously. What's the terminology that actually used? They, they want to bring forward the effort to repeg um, USTC to the dollar. Um, I thought they were the whole proposal on Lunar Classic was to not have the stablecoin. Yeah. So this is the community is now mulling over the idea of doing it. Which... Of course they are. They're going to use the old code. That sounds yeah. like a cracking idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which kind of puts a spanner in the works for everything that, you know, we've, we've spoke about what the, the whole purpose behind the Lunar Classic project was, everything that they are starting to do going forward. It just kind of throws everything back to shit and makes you think, why is this even in the space? Uh, it's all about the money. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Like, like that seems know. that seems to be a phrase for you this morning. It's all about the money. It's just about the the, the money. It's all about just money. about just the money. It's just about the money. Um, I have said it a couple of times today. To be fair, um, I forget what it was actually. What we were talking about. We were, we were we were we were talking about Cardano. Oh yeah, that and was it. Yeah. we were we were dead projects uh, and are on it. And stuff. Yeah, like uh, one thing that I I've noticed being an, an insider. Um, <laughs> like i hate saying that but yeah but look being as close as uh we are to like a number of projects right um not not paid endorsed or anything like that but like we do talk to an awful lot of projects and a lot of the things that have been coming up recently from projects that are on cardano is we're going multi-chain <laughs> like and, and that's where we, where the conversation was, was was coming from it was like um a lot of these projects are we're going multi-chain we're, we're doing some stuff on cosmos um, and you know the the question is: Is everybody on you know in the Cardano ecosystem uh, moving from the Cardano ecosystem to to other chains? And, uh, that that is the 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 question here. And um, I do what, I, I want to kind of quite question that a little because uh, I think it was about two days ago I did an art uh, there was an article put out and I did a video on it uh, about NFT projects moving from Ethereum to Cardano because you know buzzing. 
Yeah, like we have seen the total value locked, you know, 3x as well over the last few months. So, yeah, it's just it's just interesting. It's just an observation. Several projects have said, oh, we're going multi-chain to me. They're Cardano projects. And uh, I find that rather interesting. So, yeah. Um, another thing to, to talk about is about a third of all new crypto investors in 2022 use their friends' recommendations or suggestions as a primary reason to buy X cryptocurrencies. Um, uh, I, I, find, I, I find that rather interesting. That's a third of people admit to just buying a cryptocurrency because, you know, yeah. Tom, Tom said that, you know, it was good. Um, <laughs> you need to be well, careful <laughs> Alice, Alice disagreed, but like that didn't that didn't um didn't compute didn't compute, yeah. <laughs> didn't compute and um I, I I guess align to favorable opinions. <laughs> so um yeah, look, uh it's being called out as uh, very dangerous to do that. Um and I'm gonna echo that, which is why I wanted to bring it up. If like somebody says you should buy um shitcoin x it's gonna do uh, you know uh, a thousand x in the, the the next uh two months for example the chances are that shitcoin x is gonna do absolutely rubbish and it's not gonna go do that it's just gonna part you from your you know your what capital. i find uh quite funny in the space I say funny in a sarcastic way i guess is there are these people who say oh, i've made millions trading this uh this shitcoin yeah. right yeah, yeah, and um and then obviously those are people like, oh, yeah, yeah, this guy made millions. And what we need to do as retail investors, we need to understand what this, this cryptocurrency industry is about. And same with the stock market. If one individual is making millions, someone people else is losing, losing millions, <laughs> right? Because it's a sum zero game. Where does the money come from, right? It's coming from someone else. So if one person has made all the millions and someone's left holding uh, losses, significant losses. Uh, so, yeah, I... I Know what you hold. Know what you hold. Yeah, I saw. I was watching a, a video of a, an influencer that will go unnamed, uh, and they were like, "Oh yeah, my, I lost a, a million pounds in my traditional bank." Uh, and that this person was questioned about it and was like, "Yeah, um, the bank froze the the funds because of of the, the the crypto. It was it was to do with crypto." I question that. I'm just going to put it out. That quite heavily. I'm yes. just going <laughs> to. Say, say you're willing to write off a million dollars, right? When all you need to do is prove that it was legitimately earned. <laughs> well, that is it. Like, that's like, let me one second here. One <laughs> second here. Like, like said in influencer, if this somehow lands in front of you, Chris is quite willing to take it upon himself. If you <laughs> make, make the relevant documents accessible for just 50% of that, you know, frozen uh, account, I'm quite happy to to go to the lengths to, to, to get it unfrozen for you. If you can prove that it's uh, legitimately earned. Like, my question is, though, <laughs> like, uh, is it legitimately earned or is that why you're willing to write off that $1 million? Like, um, I, I think if people are seeing influencers that are like, yeah, accounts frozen a million dollars but i'm just gonna leave it i've just written it off in my head um fucking question it <laughs> like i've got to say it i've got to put it out there i'd like... also question the other <laughs> the other side is when you see people saying oh i just moved some coins over to an exchange to sell account got frozen and the exchange started dumping the tokens so the question becomes and terminology here is it's okay if i'm selling the tokens but if someone else does it it's dumping the tokens see what i mean the same process right You're both being sold as the quantity of tokens were going to be sold but the um thought pattern is it's okay if i sell it it's not classed as dumping but if someone else does it it's dumping <laughs> right and uh, we saw that recently as well I, I think it's interesting just how how people are uh, being perceived and words words matter uh, and the only way you spoke about this chris Oh, I talk about it a lot. I, I studied conversational analytics and uh, for anybody that is like really interested in like deception and stuff like that, I really do recommend um, learning uh, about conversational analytics because it talks about like people, you know, embedding words that there's no like need for and 
like um you know that emphasizes their point when you know they're lying and you know various other you know techniques that are used it's really really interesting stuff at least i think it is and it's very useful when it comes to investing as well because you can pick up on on some of the things that that are said by you know these these project teams and you know you you can you can then question about it and uh it's quite easy to unpick some some individuals lies as well um and, and i talk about this again with like you know some of the scammers that we see in in the discord and stuff like you know if if somebody's trying to build up a relationship with you like you know privately in in dms and, and stuff like that um you know, I, I would suggest trying to unpick some of it and, and, and trying to, to trip people up to see whether they're actually telling the truth or not. Particularly if you've like, you don't actually know them. They're not like, you know, friends in, in you know, your day-to-day -day life, like in reality, they're just online is what I kind of mean. Because um, people will pretend to be something they, they are not. Um, and, you know, the conversational analytics stuff really does help with that, uh, being able to, to, to call it out and, and identify it, you know, ahead of time. The words have meaning. I know, my favorite what? one is uh, actually. The word actually. <laughs> they changed their story. Actually. No, it wasn't that. It was this. Actually. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you, you can also use it like if you're in, in sales, for example. Um, I used to, I heard of the technique like verbal nod. So like if you're taking somebody on like a, a bit of a journey with you, a lot of people say, okay. And that is like a, a question like you know just to check in like part way through a, a sentence or a sales pitch is that okay okay um, i used to get all my sales reps and stuff that i used to manage to replace that word with yeah because if i'm getting you to agree with like me the whole way through the conversation yeah jb right and it's like you would say yeah and then by the time you get to the end of like when i'm trying to pitch you something it's very difficult to say no because you know Spent that long convincing them everything that's going on with wordplay. Yeah, you, you've literally agreed to me through through everything. So you want to set that up? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but like it, it is those sort of things. Like conversational analytics is is so powerful. So it's definitely worth. Um, you know, you can use it in in everything that you do. Um, win every single argument. It's great. So AK has asked quite an interesting question here. Mm. Do you think there will be volatility next week with the King's coronation? Will it affect the market? I don't I think, think that, that will affect the market at all. I think you'll see a mass influx of shitcoins again, like when we seen oh, when the Queen died. I mean, you'll have that nonsense. Yeah. In, in you and what else was there? Corgi, whatever it was in you and <laughs> everything else come up. So I do think we'll see a mass influx of all these kind of projects rearing their heads, but mm. yeah. Yeah, I don't I'm, think not be... I'm not expecting mass volatility personally. No, I think the the things that are really going to move the market are going to be like you know your typical Elon Musk, um, you know, and and any sort of like uh, update around interest rates and earnings and and stuff like that. Those are going to be the things that really move the the needle. I don't think like this is going to have too much of a, an impact outside of shit coins. Um, yeah, it's kind of my thoughts on it. Um, yeah, what you? Any anything else that people have stumbled across that you know you think are, is worth discussing? Yes, one probably quite important one. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, that's a good day. Interest. <sighs> interest rates. Uh, did you deliberately choose Wednesdays as your day off, Nick, for, for, for any particular reason? There was no, no particular reason other than that it was midweek, and it's not a day off, but you know. <sighs> yeah, it is a day off. <laughs> if, I had a night, if I had a night off, you have every Wednesday off. I just want to be clear about that. But you actually had off. I, was, I work on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> not for me, you don't. I don't work for you anyway. You do. <laughs> you can forget that idea. You work for me. You can forget that. Uh, uh, like people are still knocking on my door rather than using the doorbell. Three people today have knocked on my door and not not pressed the doorbell. Now I've got somebody stood by the door saying, "I'm like, just going to get answered all day." <laughs> so on Wednesday we've got the interest rates from the Fed, America. 
what do we yeah. think we're going to see? 2.5. Jesus. That's how I, look, look, may as well get it done quick time. <laughs> like, no, a point two five. I think what we'll see is um, a clown car rocking up just outside and all these politicians, about <laughs> 30 of them piling out. <laughs> Gary Gensler yeah. at the will. <laughs> yeah, it'd be point two five. I would have thought. Yeah, I, I, I think so as well. I, I really do. I think, um, yeah, I think we've got probably two, two more point two five. So Wednesday and and then the following one. And uh, I think that he's likely to come out with something along the lines of, um, I guess, implying that these rates might be coming to an end soon. And I think that's going to be a positive. So I think we're going to see positive moves in, in, in the space. Um, but I want to be really clear that like what I expect to happen is that pullback once the pivot happens. I want to be really clear on that. I do expect uh, some upside because I think they're going to they're gonna imply that it's, it's close. So bear with, bear with me for a second here. There's a possibility that they are, they are coming to an end. Obviously, we know the the path that they have laid out for this. Mm. But they've just raised the debt ceiling to 1.5 trillion. What yeah. happens when they hit this next debt ceiling, which they're going to do? It's not going to be long. It's not going to be years down the line when they hit this next debt ceiling. It's going to be sooner than later. So what then happens to the state of the interest rates when the next debt ceiling's hit? They cannot just, just keep ra- raising the debt ceiling. Well, they can. They can do whatever they want. That's what they're going to do. I, I don't think there's really a a, a choice. Um, like, I'm surprised they just like raised it and didn't just get rid of it. Um, that that shocked me, to be fair. But what's your thoughts, Nick? Uh, they'll go five point two five. Ten point nine. Ten point nine. Just rip the band aid off. Uh, off of the actually, well, rip, rip, rip band- it's not band aid at that point, is it? It's just take the stitches out and just bleed out. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Like um, at this point, they are just truly screwed. They they really did fuck up by not doing that point five. That's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so stupid. That's all it was. If they did a point five, I think we would be in a very different position right now. Um, but instead, yeah. they decided that they were going to help their friends out uh, over in the elite's corner, and um, and well, here we are, kicking yeah, that can I, down the road to an inevitable doom. Uh, and it is very much like that. I I, I do think that it was helpful for certain people um, to to go with the the point two five, and they should have gone the point five. Look, we, we've said it all along, right? Like um, these these individuals are just they're not. They're not the right people for the roles. Yeah, they they're haven't just... got the balls to do what needs to be done. No, exactly. <clears throat> they're not the right. They're not the right people. Like, you know, it get like it's Gary. Like, fucking stand up and do what's right. Like, do what needs to be done. Um, you know, that's what you need. It, like, you, you're not really a leader unless you you do that. In my opinion, you know, you just you're just a follower, and uh, I think that's what a lot of these people are. They're just you know, following somebody's lead, um, doing as they're told uh, by somebody, you know, um, with more authority. And uh, yeah, look, it's election time, isn't it? Uh, approaching. So, you know, there's there's uh, those pressures, you know, uh, Biden, like for, for whatever reason, uh, it's beyond me, is uh, <laughs> going to try to get reelected. Like if he manages to get reelected, like I do, I do question humanity. Like how, like the guy can't even string a damn sentence together. He shouldn't and, have been elected uh, the first time around. I um, know. It's, yeah, exactly. there was a load of dead um, people that were voting for him. Apparently, yeah, oh, yeah. Those dead people are uh, a zombies. Phenomenal. Zombies these days. They're, just <laughs> like avid voters, they they just they just you know even beyond life, they Ooh. they they still have to vote those individuals. But like, look, um, like it it it's just. All of this stuff, like uh, you know, it, it it's led from from like some of these outside influences. It's got to be, you know, Biden obviously, you know, wants to to look good, wants to get reelected, and yeah, I I think that all feeds into to what we're seeing. And uh, this is why I kind of say you've got to like look at 
everything you, you can't just look at crypto you can't just look at the stock market you've got to look at like the bigger picture like the whole the whole picture not part of the picture and i i i think you know it, it's interesting uh seeing you know how everybody else is is kind of portraying uh the the markets right now um uh, i'm only aligned to perhaps one or two people now and um yeah like it's going to be interesting to see who's right who's wrong and um yeah i i just think that people should be cautious right now uh in the markets uh i do think that like i say we're gonna see the the market pull back and yeah i, I just want to make sure people are on the right side of it uh could we be wrong 100 percent. yeah we could be wrong um but you know so could everybody else that's you know the polar opposite and very very bullish right now um you know I think I got a bit of heat on one of the uh, the, the podcast videos uh, because I, I was alluding to the fact that you know some of these influencers used to work at McDonald's and uh, were taxi drivers, uh, and, and I think people got a, a little bit um, uh, got their knickers in a twist a little bit with what I was you know trying to to, to say. I think people were like uh, of the opinion that I was saying the you know people that work at McDonald's and you know uh taxi drivers and, and not the sort of people that are going to be successful and that's not what i was trying to to portray at all um what i was trying to suggest is they're not financial um you know gurus uh yeah gurus yeah exactly they're they're people that you know perhaps stumbled across something and, and you know a third of people right so let's use some facts here a third of people get involved in in crypto because their friend you know made a recommendation and the so other, other to... two thirds are just following an influence. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh... So, so what? So, so what I would say is like there is like a third of a chance, right, that these people that were working at McDonald's uh, or were taxi drivers um, were just, you know, given a recommendation from a friend, and that's how actually they 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 got as much money as they've got like i'm, I'm just putting it out there this or we can something... think of it differently chris one third of influence yeah. is just following bitboy <laughs> or that or that um, <laughs> yeah um like look the the point that i was trying to make was there's sorry not Jamie, really i didn't mean to make you cry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'll take <laughs> it back, <laughs> take it back. <laughs> yeah uh jb used to to take recommendations from his friends <laughs> um but yeah look um i i think that the point that i was trying to make was it's not like they've come from like a, a financing background and 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 all that side of things and and that isn't the be on and end all right like um people do um you know stumble across being very very good at something you know i'd say nick obviously from an analytical point of view with like his jobs you know, transitions quite well into technical analysis and and so forth. Um, so it isn't it isn't everything. I mean, I never came from a, a financial background, but actually, like studying and you know finding good business uh, models and stuff really aligned with some of the stuff that I used to do within leisure. I used to go into businesses that were failing and turn them around and you know stop them from going bankrupt so to be able to do that you need to identify like what a good team is and you need to to make the business model work and and you know fit for for purpose so i think a lot of that stuff feeds into to what i do in, in the respect that you know we look at projects and evaluate whether it's undervalued or overvalued and so forth but like i just that's the point that i was trying to make and uh maybe it, it didn't come across as uh intended i don't know I, I mean, think Nick and I have both sat and laughed at the live chat just there. Yeah, I was, that. <laughs> so I was just uh, stroking my moustache in an evil way. So I was like, you know, yes, yes, it's uh, McDonald's workers. Um, look, to be fair, it's also possible that he you was, are... He, he, he was thinking about a Big Mac's really what was going on like, his mind, mm, wasn't it? No, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian, so I wasn't thinking about a bit of Big Mac, but they do some other vegetarian <laughs> thing. What's it called? Uh, well, by, the way, by the by, I don't... A McPlant. <laughs> I just need to say this is not endorsed or uh, sponsored by McDonald's. Just no, want to be clear. No, not at all. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm sure we'll get some comments. So is this sponsored by McDonald's? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't disclose it. Bad channel. No. Bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> look, it's possible that someone is studying to be a financial advisor 
uh, full time and has a weekend job working at McDonald's, right? That's a possibility. We can't just dismiss it completely. Um, yeah. I think the, the the argument here is that if you are potentially an owner left school um, after GCSE, right? So you didn't do any further education. Um, and, you know, you've just gone full-time burger flipper. It, it's going to be quite hard to transition. Right? Yeah. Not impossible, but it's going to be quite difficult to transition. I think that's really the, the main uh, takeaway. Yeah. The same with, like, hands-on jobs, right? If you leave school, go straight into a, being a brickie on a, on a building site... And does that translate into understanding, you know, the tokenomics and blockchain technology? And, you know, could you go and set up a node, for example? Um, probably not, not without doing further education on that. Um, you know, but there are other jobs out there that do transition well, as you're saying. Like, if you're familiar with, um, you know, regulatory bodies, for example, and uh, how to research teams and stuff like that from a fundamental point of view you can transition in and if you've got an analytical background whether that's from an IT point of view uh, through data management or uh, whether you're actually just a reporting analyst you know looking at building and uh, looking at large data sets and building reporting systems and stuff like that, then that's going to transition incredibly well and it's still about just finding the right kind of um, area within crypto that the individuals can can transition into because I do think there's a transition there doesn't doesn't mean that you can draw a trend line on a chart, put a picture of a rocket, and and automatically you know tell two hundred thousand people that you're going to the moon. You know if you if you don't really understand what it is that you're doing. Um, but you know that's my take on it anyway. Yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty aligned to that. Um, so yeah, like I wanted to clear that up because uh, people uh, seem to have their knickers in a twist about it. <laughs> it's just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, it's all cool. Well, I think we're coming up to the hour, so I think we'll wrap it up there, and we'll be back for another live podcast Tuesday, which I should now Before be. Before we go, yeah, the newsletter, the newsletter, oh, big no, no, big things coming in that newsletter. I think, yeah, confirmed, confirmed, yeah, signed, confirmed. sealed, signed, um, sealed, just... delivered. I feel that's a song. Um, no, it's, it's, it's not. It's, it's not, not delivered, delivered just yet. yet. It's not till the first. Delivered but, on um, Monday on monday yeah so i just need to get a sign off one final sign off um for what's uh, going into to the newsletter uh for one section and then the the team will you know get that sent out which would be cool but yeah i do encourage everybody to to sign up to the newsletter yeah it's a good and one jump into mm. the discord and uh sign up to the newsletter i don't think you'll regret it as I strike my moustache in an evil way. Um, <laughs> in an evil way. I think that's what AK was saying. You get it nice and long at the season just, yeah, twirl just, it up. Just, uh, yeah, just <laughs> trying to, trying to. I think I'd suit it. <laughs> uh, what you like. I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> all right, I guys. Like I sitting there without, without any facial hair. <laughs> yeah, it's left out. Can you, can you, can that, you that's the most you can grow. Pain, beard. <laughs> just, just, just don't make a recommendation for me to grow a beard because, like, a third of people, <laughs> uh, oh. I won't be growing. I won't be growing a beard. Uh, and on that note, hit the like button on the way out, guys. We do appreciate that. If you're not subscribed, subscribe, and uh, we'll catch you all in the next one. Yeah, take care, guys. <laughs>